Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. Hi and welcome to the first edition for 2021 of the Talking Wyndham podcast with thanks to the Committee for Wyndham. My name's Kevin Hillier and first up uh, we've got Martin Probst who of course is the CEO of uh, Profound Leadership and the man who is the facilitator for the Future Leader of the West, that's the Flow Leadership Program for the Committee for Wyndham. Uh, he's also an author and enjoyed some terrific success over the uh, holiday period with a book that he was involved with called I Did It. We'll talk to Martin about that. We'll talk about some leadership uh, qualities, some leadership challenges and some leadership programs and of course uh, some tips that he has on all those things uh, and uh, what we can look forward to uh, in 2021, his thoughts on all of that. That's all coming up in this edition of the uh, Talking Wyndham podcast. Don't forget to check out the Committee for Wyndham's uh, Facebook page and the website for all the details on what uh, the organisation's all about and how you can get involved in the many aspects of the community that the Committee for Wyndham is involved with. But let's get to our guest for the first episode of the Talking Wyndham podcast. Thanks for joining us. 2021, are you uh, an optimistic head uh, person heading into 2021? Uh, hi, Kevin, and uh, welcome to all the listeners. I, I'm a very optimistic person. Uh, I think we have a lot of opportunities, certainly quite a few challenges as well, as well along the way, but very optimistic that 2021 will be quite a success and I'm sure we're going to contribute to that as well. Which brings me to exactly what you're all about in many ways is the mindset and and uh, you have a, a very positive mindset, a very energetic mindset and uh, very much a uh, an organised mindset. Is that, is that something you've always had? Uh, yeah, the, the mindset I believe is such an important part in today's world. Uh, is it organised? Not always organized. Sometimes <laughs> it is quite chaotic, but I have a, a beautiful wife that sometimes brings me back and says, uh, let's put some structure in here, <laughs> which I'm very thankful for. Uh, but I think it's, uh, it's came over the years to really develop that mindset, uh, digging in a bit deeper and really understanding how powerful mindset is and where we actually uh, put the focus. Let me congratulate you on having the number one bestseller on Amazon around Christmas time with your with your book called I Did It. Uh, that must have been obviously must feel pretty chuffed about that. Uh, thank you, Kevin. Yes, that was a, a, a very much appreciated early Christmas gift. Uh-huh. Uh, the book uh, I did it uh, came out of a collaboration, which is one of my uh, favourite words. Um, What's happened is we brought together 16 authors. Uh, I was one of them to write uh, a chapter each and to really collaborate with a common vision. And we uh, published that. We hoped to get some traction, but to actually become a number one international bestseller, that was beyond our dreams. uh, And we certainly had a celebration. Yeah, absolutely. Deservedly so too. 16 Mindset Secrets. Um, uh, take us into your thought pattern of, of what you wanted to share with people uh, as part of that. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, the thought pattern to me, um, 
I almost used a bit of the hero's journey. The hero's journey is about the personal experiences I had growing up in Switzerland, uh, the dreams I had, which some of them were a bit shattered, uh, the experience I had, uh, not so good ones as well, and yeah. coming back to the mindset of how I overcame those uh, challenges. And the key message really in my chapter is that empowerment comes from within. So uh, one of the statements that I make, and it is the title of my chapter, Greater Strength Comes From Within. So really, truly understanding um, how powerful it is to take responsibility, to be in control of our minds, and also to demonstrate leadership uh, in our own lives, but then furthermore, also within the community uh, such as Wyndham. Let's talk about uh, the challenges and, and uh, keeping your mindset on track with what 2020 threw up to everybody. How did, how did you um, go about uh, keep, keeping yourself on track and keeping your mindset where you wanted it to be, given all the things that 2020 threw at us? Yeah, the mindset that was uh, attached to an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Um, uh, we, had, we had a lot of different things. One of the defining moments probably was the Formula One in March, which got cancelled. And um, I tell you what, the week after, we just had cancellation after cancellation. And every time I... I looked at my emails, there was another cancellation, so our business, to be honest, uh, went down to zero. So there was a lot of denial where I said, I can't be it, you know, uh, that's just overboard, it can't be as bad, other businesses are still going and other countries are doing still well. Uh, I went from the denial to the frustration to feel a bit hopeless, to be honest, yeah. to a point where I said, no, no, I don't know what. Uh, let's see at the opportunities, let's look at them and uh, let's rebuild our business by shifting our focus, looking at what is required in the area of leadership, what are the challenges we have and people face. And from there on, we really um, took the lead again. And I think we are still in that experimenting stage where we're creating a new norm that is working, uh, hopefully, and, and uh, be quite successful in 2021 and beyond. The, the qualities of leadership, do they change in adversity? Uh, the quality of leadership, I think it does change. I think um, all our experiences help us to grow. Uh, I think there's a lot of growth. There's a lot of sense of achievement in going through some of the challenges. Sometimes we wish we don't have to experience them, but I do think... There's a lot of growth coming out of that. Having said that, leadership to me, there are some principles and I do think they are staying the same. Uh, talking about books, I have beautiful books, you know, even from uh, Napoleon Hill and they are around for many decades, but I do believe they are actually still current and very accurate in the 21st century. Yeah. The practices perhaps around it do change a bit and the learnings. Resilience was a word that got bandied about a lot in uh, in 2020 and, and it, was, it was a quality that you needed to have a lot of in 2020 as well. Oh, resilience for sure, resilience, absolutely. Uh, I think resilience is a big part of leadership and what we need 
and again, I think we had a lot of opportunities to build up our resilience with the challenges that the pandemic threw at us. There's, a, a, I guess, a, a, one of the other things that, that was sort of questioned was that difference between leadership and control. Um, the, there is a big difference there. And, and 2020 threw a lot of things at people who had who had control of their situation but weren't necessarily leading their situation. If you, if you, uh, there was, to me, a, a big difference there and that, that's sort of found a lot of people out in some ways. Yes, for sure. And control is a, a very interesting topic which I spend quite a bit of time on. Control comes in so many different shapes and forms. Um, I do believe, even as a leader and quite inspirational speaker, there are certain things we do have control over and certain things we don't. Yep. One of the one of the learnings that I had to go through was to really take 100% responsibility about what is in our control, but furthermore to learn also to let go of the things that are not in our control. So what I'm saying here is quite often I believe we're buying into drama, we're buying into a lot of things that happen around the whole world where we get caught up, where we're wasting a lot of time and energy and don't really get any outcome whatsoever rather than focusing on what is in our control. Yeah. And in simple terms, without going too much into details, but in simple terms, to make it really simple, I think there's only two things that we really fully have control over in life. One is how we interpret things in life, and the second one is, therefore, how we respond to it in our life, in our community, and what we make out of the situation. One of the things about uh, that I think we lost in, in and we do lose, tend to lose a lot in the corporate world and in the business world is the enjoyment of what we do. Uh, did 2020 help you kind of re-establish that and, and, and think about that as one of the really important parts of uh, being a leader is helping people to enjoy what they're doing as much as being good at it? Oh, for sure. Uh, enjoyment, um, I think it was Anthony Robbins who said, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And I actually do love that quote. Yeah. Quite often, we need to define what is success. So, but what are we? What are we getting out of it? What do we enjoy? And I do believe uh, finding enjoyment in what we do. Uh, quite often, that's also the area where we are really good at. Really helps because if we enjoy what we do, I probably think we're never going to work a day again in our life. Yeah. So finding that fulfillment and joy. It's part of the discovery, the self-awareness, which is a big part of leadership as well, uh, to make better decisions and find our thing that really works for us. And we often hear that word, purpose-driven employment. So people don't want to just go to work to earn money. They actually want to get some uh, enjoyment and fulfillment out of it. Martin, you facilitate the, the FLOW program, the, the Future Leaders of the West program uh, for the Committee for Wyndham. Uh, the young leaders that are coming through, are they embracing that kind of philosophy or is there still a lot of the hangover of, you know, what, what's been done time after time after time? Uh, I think it's a bit of both. I think we are indeed in a transition. Uh, the Future Leaders uh, attracted quite a, a broad spectrum of people uh, from people who have their own business to uh, people who are really stepping up from management into leadership role. Um, 
you see different things. Uh, I think there's still in the workplace a bit of the um, old traditional business environment. Uh, having said that, I think COVID again really shook things up. Uh, one of the things is even the flexibility to work from home. Yeah. Um, I remember we, or we, I did quite a lot of change management uh, workshops, and sometimes you got a bit of a resistance there and say, Martin, you're a bit of a dreamer. Uh, you don't really understand because of this and that. So sometimes a bit of excuses. We can't let uh, our people work from home. And we know what's happened last year. Suddenly, when we are forced to, uh, uh, within about uh, six weeks, we had to move the whole workforce uh, into a home office. Now, I don't think we uh, did a perfect job. I don't think that even exists. And it requires some improvement, but it was feasible. So what I'm saying sometimes is it would be nice if we can actually make those changes in our own terms rather than being forced by a pandemic or something else. I think it would be a bit easier. But the future leader of the West really is to have those robust conversations to uh, explore different perspectives, opportunities and strategies uh, that we can apply uh, to create a workplace of choice where people feel happy, where they get the enjoyment and really can perform at their best. Is that the one really positive thing we'll take out of the of what the COVID situation did to it, is that we have we have the chance to push the reset button on all those things? I think we have a great opportunity. The question is, what are we going to do out of it? So yeah. going to the brain gym, investing into the what I call the most important real estate that we have, which is the one between our ears. <laughs> I think that is a beautiful thing and a great opportunity. So I'm very optimistic that uh, we will change a lot of things for the better. The confidence, I mean, it, it, the COVID knocked our confidence around a lot and our stability in our, uh, I guess, uh, we, you can call it a rut, but we get, we get in a routine with things. It, it completely and utterly shook all that up. Is that a good or a bad thing or, or do you make the most of that opportunity when it presents itself? Uh, it shook things up for sure and I believe at the moment, still in 2021, uh, a lot of people had so much variety and change. They're still craving that certainty, um, even the control that we mentioned before, yeah. uh, some sort of routine. I think, well, I believe in, in the moderation of things. I think we need a bit both. Interesting enough, those two things is what we call our first two human coordinates. In some sense, we strive to get a little bit of certainty, routine, safety, and comfort. But interesting enough, once we get too much of it, we get easily bored. So we also want the other thing on the other side of the spectrum, which is almost a paradox. But then we want to have some adventure, some uncertainty. And I believe... We are very successful and things start to work fast when we find that blend of stepping outside the comfort zone, dealing with uncertainty and challenges, but then also allowing us to go back to our comfort zone, to our certainty, uh, to recharge our battery so we can go out there again the next day and uh, be successful with tackling new problems. But so the... It's a combination of both. Yeah. Do you expect to see more risk-taking as we move into business post-COVID? 
I do believe risk is a important part as well. Um, I think we need to step up in some sense. I think we need to be quite innovative um, and take a risk to be different, to offer something different and to really adjust not just the mindset, but our services, maybe our products and really see what is the new normal, what is it going to be and where are the opportunities within there. So risk, absolutely. And, uh, you know, the younger people tend to be uh, bigger risk takers in life in general. Is is that reflected in the in the leaders that you're seeing coming through the Flow program? Uh, that's a tricky question to ask or to answer. Uh, I think it comes down to individual personalities. Uh, it really reflects to almost the conversation we just had. We, we did have from last year even, uh, just focusing on the participants, we had some participants, they really loved that sameness, which struggled a bit to take risks. Yeah. And then we had certain participants who were very much into, let's just throw everything up in the air and see what's happened and what comes out of it. Um, again, it's sometimes finding that balance because risk is a great thing, as we said, but of course it also uh, needs to be smart risks, not just risk for the sake of it, really risk that um, are taken by considering research and and um, impact and consequences. Yeah, Martin, you've uh, been a long term resident of the uh, the city of Wyndham. Uh, have you have you seen it through the COVID situation? Uh, be resilient. Be uh, you know uh, a, 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 a community that has worked well in that situation. Uh, I'm actually very proud to be a Wyndham uh, resident. Yes, I moved here in 2004. Uh, I'm uh, quite engaged, uh, even as an example. I think what uh, the committee for Wyndham has done, including Barbara running the Wyndham Business Connect throughout the lockdown, uh, was just phenomenal to see how the community came together, how they supported each other, how they exchanged information and we're really there for each other. I feel very blessed to be part of, of the Wyndham community. And I think we are very resilient and we will come out on the other side and become even stronger than ever before. Has it, uh, what happened in 2020 and uh, as you head into 2021, has it changed you philosophically at all, Martin? Um, yes, there's always new strategies, new learnings. Uh, the beginning of the year, we uh, always uh, take a time out to reflect and also to look at strategic thinking, to predict a bit what's going to happen in 2021, what we actually focus on most um, and, and have that strategic thinking in place to then go out and uh, take the risk that you mentioned before. Yeah. And we will find out, time will tell if it's going to work out really well for us or not. And uh, I think that's where the flexibility comes to always adjust along the way because uh, things do turn out a bit. So let's throw flexibility to uh, resilience and the other terms that we use under leadership. I mean, what you did with the uh, the uh, online uh, approach to to the leadership forums and the things that you did uh, was terrific in uh, in twenty twenty. Obviously, that that was a a no- nice little uh, manoeuvre that you had to make. 
Absolutely. There was a lot of flexibility there. Yeah. And, uh, let me take the opportunity to also say uh, thank you uh, to you because in the future leaders of the West, as you know, we had the privilege to welcome a lot of uh, tremendous, uh, well-renowned guest speakers who are quite big influencers in Windham, including yourself. You gave such a great insight into effective communication. We had uh, Trish Selman, uh, general manager from Port Phillip Prison, who talked about um, conflict resolution. Yeah. We had Justin Giddens from the Avalon Airport. We had the director from Werribee Sue, Glenn Holland. And again, it just shows how strong the community here in Windham really is and the support and the commitment individuals have to really contribute uh, to uh, even bright the future yep. in our company. And does uh, 2021 look like it's going to be a busy year for you and uh, profound leadership? Uh, I'm sure it's going to be. I think leadership uh, are very uh, interesting and very important to have in this uh, ever-changing and busy environment. Uh, I think people do need a few strategies to deal with um, business, with uh, even in personal development, yeah. with employees, and the future leadership is to uh, give you a bit of insight, really focusing a lot on human-centered leadership. So we're going quite into the human aspect of business, which quite often seems to be one of the biggest challenges in most businesses that uh, I'm working with. And we're going to look at areas as uh, emotional intelligence. We're going to look at conflict resolution, building confidence, uh, change management, interpersonal skills was a big one. But then, of course, also, as always, we're going to have project management where we go out and really want to make a positive impact in the community. Um, that's one of the uh, requirements of the future leaders of the West. Martin, as always, thank you so much for your time and uh, your great words. Uh, really do uh, enjoy having a chat with you, and I'm, I'm glad we got a chance to catch up on the uh, on the Talking Windham podcast again. Kevin, thank you very much for having me, and I'm looking forward to uh, build on our relationship. Well, thanks to Martin Propes for his time. Uh, Profound Leadership is the name of his company. And, of course, Martin facilitates the uh, the Flow Program, the Future Leaders of the West Program for the Committee for Wyndham. The name of that book, incidentally, which was number one on Amazon, and congratulations to him for that, was called I Did It, 16 Mindset Secrets, which you can uh, check out uh, on Amazon Books. I uh, hope you enjoyed this edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast. There's plenty more to come during 2021. We'd love to hear from you, your feedback and thoughts on the Committee for Wyndham Facebook page uh, or contact us via the website or the Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and if you have any suggestions for people we might have missed that you think we might uh, uh, might be good to talk to on this podcast, by all means, let us know that as well. Take care, look after yourself and support our local business community. Uh, that's what this is all about, the Talking Wyndham podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.